Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in February of 2023. And welcome to episode 101, Is Teaching a Job or Career? Mm-hmm. First, we mm. want to give a shout out to our friends who texted us. They fessed up that uh, for episode 100, they were like, that's the one that I talked about, or that's the one that I filled in. You know, like they, that was my story. I loved that. That was so awesome, wasn't it? <laughs> I know. It was, it, was, it was supposed to be anonymous. And then, well, then they were all trying to guess each other's, right? Yeah. We were in a, we're in a big group text and then we, they start trying to guess, oh, I thought it was yours. I thought this one was yours. I thought this one, that was pretty funny. It that was. was funny. I loved it. <laughs> what a great episode too, right? It just, it made me laugh. It was, it was just so good. I love that. And you know what? Our friend Elise gave me some more suggestions on episodes like that that we can ask people some other questions. So, oh, good. Okay. We have to wait till episode 200 for that. (laughs) Right. I have a reflection for this week, and I've been thinking about our friend Carrie, who co hosted the podcast with me on episode 98. This was her first week back on the job. That's right. Yes, in the classroom. So Carrie, if I haven't reached out to you before Sunday, just know that I will be listening to this on Sunday and then calling you to ask you how exhausted are you? Yeah, it's like the first week of school exhaustion. There's no exhaustion that beats that. Like that is that first week of school takes the cake. It Always. really does. Yep. <laughs> like by 5.30. I mean, I used to make it to like 7 o'clock, but now it's like 5.30 p.m. on that Friday night. I'm done. Done. <laughs> done. Cannot go on. I know. It's crazy. And my reflection, oh boy. Well, I just came back from tutoring and the student that I'm tutoring was doing uh, so it's fourth grade she was doing okay. some converting fractions to whole number or mixed numbers mixed numbers to fractions etc and i mean I, I, she was able to do it no problem procedurally right so taking it and then dividing and we started talking about it i'm like can you even tell me what this means? She's like, well, I take this number and I put it in the house and then I, and then I put this number outside. I'm like, what are you even, I don't even know what, I don't even, I can't even repeat it. Cause I don't even know what all of that makes or what all that means. She's just doing division. She is just dividing and she, but she has no clue. So then I I like was probing and I'm like, well, what does it mean? Why did you divide it by this number? Why did you do this? No, like no clue, literally zero clue. And then I said, what does this number even tell? So it was like seven thirds or something. I said, what does that thirds even tell you? Like what, what is that number? She could not tell me. She could not tell me. She did not know. So hence the problem, right? So yeah. this is why I'm I'm bringing this up again. Okay, so you have a child that um, looks like she can actually change 
um, impro- improper for first she no, called it she an improper. Can. She, she can. She can do it. She just you're, okay. So you're right. She can zero understanding of what it zero means. zero. And wait, you were saying she called it an improper fraction, improper fraction. And when I and said so it was, a, it's a fraction greater than one. One. She's like, she's never. I like it was like she would never heard that before. Oh lord. So where did that go? I don't know. Is that in the best standards? I haven't really seen that. About but I don't the, open a textbook, so right. Well, you don't have to open the textbook anyways because it's not fully aligned to the best standards, anyways. Um, I don't know. I'd have to actually go back and look. But why, why, why does the teacher not know to call it a fraction greater than one? I don't care if she calls it an improper fraction, like the student, but she also needs to know the student and the teacher, that it is a fraction greater than one. And the teacher probably doesn't understand that. Right. So, yeah. So this is where I'm at. So I I just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just. Okay. So I, I just, I, I understand the, the desire to have them like answer questions, but we can't keep doing this. <laughs> I know. You know, like this is the this is the problem and then when they're not getting that foundation and then so this is a fourth grade student so next year she might be in my classroom and I'm going to have to go back all the way back to like third grade. Yep. Because she doesn't even understand what a fraction is. And, and so, so if she doesn't understand what a fraction is, she's not going to be able to multiply them. She's not going to be able to divide them using visual models, right, and interpreting that. Like, uh, I, Okay, I hold know. on. But did, were all of your fifth graders prepared? No. Here? Yeah, no. So, you know, no. we're going to jump through the exact same hoop. I know. Every year until every teacher changes the way that they teach math. Yeah. And that they actually learn math. So you know what? Um, that's going to flow nicely into today's topic, but I did want to give you some good news. Okay. Give me give me some. Okay. So you know I ordered the 16 Figuring Out Fluency books. Well, I now have bum, ba, da, lam, 18 people in Yay. the book club at my school because two people were like, I can't not write and highlight in a book, which they can't because it's school funded. So right. it belongs to the school. So they went out and bought their own copies. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. That, yeah, that freed up two more books. So now I have 18 people in the book club. Yay. That's awesome, right? I love that they went out and bought their own. That's awesome. That's even better. I right? know. Because then they'll have it. They'll keep it. They'll refer back to it. Exactly. Yeah. So good. So good. See, now I'm making like mini me's at school <laughs> and they can build up their math library of resources. <laughs> I love it. That's wonderful. Oh, right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's get into today's topic, which is teaching a job or a career. <sighs> and for um, you and I, it's a career. Yeah. And it is. We, I mean, I, I've known my whole life that I was going to be a teacher, but and you didn't. I didn't. So when you first started teaching, were you like, yep, I'm going to do this for the long haul? Like, did it automatically come to you? Or, I mean, we were all in survival mode the first couple of years, right? Yeah. Um, well, I was also in culture shock 
too, coming down from Canada, like, <laughs> whoo, you guys down here. <laughs> Wait, don't lump us all together. Hold on. Okay. okay. But I'm just saying, like, that I, folks I, saying it was- all Canadians are nice, <laughs> <laughs> which they well, we all are. probably are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see how I said it, though? I also, I, I was a little more Canadian when I said I it. Okay, anyway, it. <laughs> um, did you hear it? Uh, okay. So let me go back. I was just, you know what, I think what hit me the most was just like the the testing culture. That's what hit me the most. Uh, that was, so I think that that when I mean culture shock, yeah, there was everything else culturally that was different. But I think that that was a big like, oh boy, overwhelming. Wow, there's a lot of tests. <laughs> and and I mean, at that point we were still doing grades, but remember, because then remember I was giving A's to kids <laughs> that got 80s. <laughs> um, oops. Uh, but anyway. I mean, really? Uh, does, is it going to matter 100 I, years from now? No, it didn't. No. It was like first grade, second grade when I was teaching it. So whatever. <laughs> but I don't know if I was thinking it was going to be the long haul. I, I did... I I do like I I don't know I I don't know if I had intentions of I think I was just like let's see where this goes you know I don't really know where the where I'm headed with this and my dad worked a lot many many different jobs like I think over the we counted up over his 45 year career of 45 years of jobs he's worked like 39 or four, like an insane amount of different places, right? So I feel like maybe I didn't want that. I didn't want to be switching so much. I wanted a little bit more consistency. Um, But I didn't know if I was going to be bored with it. And if I was going to switch out jobs, then I was, okay, whatever. We'll see what happens. So I wonder when was your, the switch in your mind of, yep, I'm in this for the long haul. Not that but Laura, those, I'm but still I'm debating just... whether I'm in this for the long haul. <laughs> I know, but this is what year 15? 15. Mm-hmm. 15, 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're just under halfway of where I am. <laughs> Which yeah. is still crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean for me, like, yeah, being in it this long. I, I just whew, the time. And, and has it always been, you know, roses and puppies? No. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't know if it was the seven year itch or whatever, but you know, the first seven years when I was teaching, I was in a middle school and mm-hmm. there were plenty of times when I was like, this is not for me. This is right. not for me. And then when I told some people I was going to elementary school, one of the teachers that had jumped from elementary to middle school, she's like, Laura, you're going to hate it. You have to collect money for field trips and you have to collect lunch money. And because back then we did. And like all the little things that middle school and high school like have zero idea about from, you know, 30 years ago. And when I got to elementary school, I did not mind that at all. You know, Hmm. like you take attendance once. At the in the morning, right. it's not like you have to take it every class period, and I mean, there's different things, right? But no, obviously, I didn't hate it because this is, you know, a lot of years. I don't want to do the math right now. I'm too tired. Um, of no, it's 24 years of elementary school, 
Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. And for me, it was eight years after eight years that I left Title I. So I, I was feeling that itch. I needed a different – I needed a different setting. Yeah, exactly. A different set of problems. <laughs> you know, like I just – I needed to see the other side because that's all I had seen and that's all I had experienced. So I needed something else. But it's funny because even yesterday when I was helping Brody with his math homework, so my middle schooler, I was like, maybe I should just go teach middle school. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? I mean, really, honestly, who knows? I think you're – you always wonder, right? You always wonder, well, what is, what's it like over here? Or what's it, what's it going to be like over here? Or maybe I would be happier. But I don't, I don't like the idea of having to teach the same thing all day long. Like, like the same lesson. First period, second period. I, now it might be different with building thinking classrooms because then that's not, it's a little bit more interesting, right? Because it's not going to be, it wouldn't be the same no, you, the wouldn't. kids won't react the same way, or they wouldn't do the same, solve it in the same manner. So maybe it would be more interesting, but huh. who knows? <laughs> maybe I I'll know. listen to this in like two years from now and think, oh, that was back then when <laughs> I thought I'd be happy somewhere else. Boy, was I wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? I, I think sometimes people look at it, you know, two different sides. One, they're afraid of change, right? Yeah. They're like, I know this school, I know the grade level, I know this and that's all I know and yeah. are too afraid to change. But on the other hand, they think, oh, the grass must be greener right, over there on that side. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you when I went, and it, it was funny, it was after seven years when I changed and went to the you know, white picket fence elementary school that I was at for 13 uh -huh. years, that the first year I was literally, and I really mean this, I would skip in the hallways saying, I love the school. I love the school. I think because it was 180 degrees away from where I originally worked. So it, they didn't call it Title I back then. It was low socioeconomic school, the okay. middle school I was at. And then going to this, you know, fluffy white uh, helicopter um, lawnmower parent thing, right. which really, I mean, was 180 degrees from where yeah. I was. Um, maybe at that point, you know, I, I needed that kind of change. But yeah. then, you know, after those 13 years, then I went to the school that we were at together Title One again, right? Right. And then right. I've, been at, I've been at Title One ever since. So, but three different schools, right? So, right. Again, I, 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 well, both of us, you know, we love a challenge, <laughs> obviously. <Yeah. laughs> I yes. don't think a teacher with the career mind can't not love a challenge. Like, it's not a job for us. Right. And you and I have known plenty of people that yeah. they were like, oh, I'm going to do this for like four or five years and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that I, you know, even when I envision myself in a different location or a different setting, I still think I would be doing something to like education wise. You know, if even if you right. took me out of like a school setting if I had to look for another job, I would still want to do something 
in the education field. I wouldn't want to just leave the field and do, I don't know what else I could do. (laughs) Be a greeter at Walmart. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave education. I would still want to do something within education. And I, you and I have talked about this, about, you know, different pathways for you over the years that we've known Mm -hmm. each other. And I just like, for me, there's no way I can't be with kids. Like I just, I could not be sitting behind a desk, behind a computer all day, every day, like creating curriculum or doing something techie. Like I know you love techie stuff, but I, but I still like, I can't see you not being with children. Right. You know? Right. I would, I, I would want to, if I could create stuff and then go into the classroom and see how it's received, that I think would be, I think that would be fun. Like, I think I would like that. So if anyone's out there listening (laughs) and you need someone to create some kind of curriculum, but could still go jump into the classroom and, you know, try different things, let me know. No. (laughs) Karina, I think that's called a consultant. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I, I I think that if you're yeah, like you said, if you're thinking of it as just a job, then and then this is for anything, any kind of job that we that's out there. If you're thinking of it as just a job, then you're not gonna put your heart into it. And every time you like, it is you're just there for a paycheck, right? Right. As opposed to if you're thinking of it as a career, like I don't mind doing things at night like you said like creating something i don't i don't mind doing that it doesn't feel like i'm i don't know what the word i'm looking for it's been a long day um yeah. <laughs> uh, i i just don't feel like it's it's it, it's a waste of my time or or why am i doing this if i'm not getting paid it's outside school hours like that's not how i feel about it right i feel like when i do something it's going to make my day at work better. It's going to make it run smoother. It's going to help the students. So like, that's why I do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like you're paying yourself. Right. Right. In the long run, it's going to make me happier. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Exactly. It's going to make my job easier, more fulfilling or entertaining or whatever it is. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, so. All those things. Yeah. Yeah, but and it goes back to learning too. If you if you're in it just as a job, then you're not going to want to improve. You're not going to want to learn. You're not going to want to be better. And unfortunately, that's going right back to my reflection about you know, there's some some math classes that that's what it looks like. You know, the the math looks just procedural and. We, we don't put in an understanding because it's not coming from the teacher either. And I'm always saying, you know, we and all of our listeners, we are the exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. How do we flip this? How do we become the norm? You know, I guess listeners just keep inviting others to join in learning with you or, you know, find a book club that, that they can do or listen to a podcast, you know? Yeah. I think the answer isn't simple though. It's it's multifaceted because you have on one side you have the pay 
is pretty terrible. So if you increased pay, you would also increase people who are, might be more interested in it because I have, I mean, I've heard you, I know you have seen it too. Yep. So many teachers that have left the profession because they just can't, it can't be, it is hard to keep going live, and it's hard live, to keep, stay live, motivated. Yeah. And live off this salary. Right. <laughs> so that's one. And, but then second too, is just all of the political yes. stuff. <laughs> for lack of a better word, that comes with it. Like more this year than any other year have I just felt completely overwhelmed with all of everything that's coming down the pike. Like it's it's really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So when that, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's so there's there's all of these things that impact these factors that impact how teachers feel about the the job, the profession, the active teaching. I don't know. I know. I don't, it's not a, it's not a straight answer. I don't think, but yeah, yeah, like you said, it's also about just us sharing that love and that joy of teaching whenever we possibly can, because I mean, it is pretty wonderful in those moments. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's what keeps going, right? Yeah. So. All right. Well, speaking of learning, I'm going to throw out the challenge for this week. And listeners, it's to join our upcoming book club. We're going to be reading Rough Draft Math, Revising to Learn by Amanda Jansen. And the Google form for you to sign up is on our website. It will also be on Twitter and in the show notes. Yes. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to get it started. I know because you're the one that wanted to read this book. It's been on my TBR for a long time, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, years. So I'm really excited. It's coming <laughs> just for All you. Right. Oh, yay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learning through math. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.